Scott. Hey, it's me and you guys. Thank you for inviting me, man. I'm, I'm really uh, I'm excited about this. I never did one of these through Skype. Before. Yeah. yeah. Listen, well, I'll tell you, um, this is, this, well, to the audience, this is uh, Jeff Katzman, who's a uh, New York City comedian. Like We've had a few of those on here before. Um, but he's another guy who was on my list of want-to-have guests from the very first time we started this because uh he's done he's done some killer appearances on shows before i hope i'm not building him up too much <laughs> but, uh, yeah he's uh he's uh, a guy who has some uh some fun stories so let's uh what what have you been up to jeff i ain't shit man just you know like uh i don't know man kind of boring stuff man i don't got crazy shit to say like I've been gardening lately. I've been uh, fucking growing tobacco. That's the coolest thing I've been doing. Wow. Nice. <laughs> You're like a hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been growing tobacco in New York City? Yeah. Yo, it's yeah. fucking easy. There's this lady, New York Times did um, a video on this lady, this little old like Italian lady who does it. And I'm like, yo, if this little Italian lady could grow fucking tobacco, I could do the same thing. And so I started yeah. doing it on Indian tobacco. And it's pretty cool. So I was like, yeah. And I just, I'm drying it in my bathroom. Um, so have you made cigarettes out of it yet? Or yeah, yeah. I got a cigarette machine. I mean, I can nice. show you guys. Well, I mean, so you, you, you've been smoking your own supply of homegrown tobacco? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fuck me, You're man. off the fucking grid, dude. You're like Jesse Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who says, yeah, I've got, I've been doing anything interesting. I've just been growing my own tobacco. Making yeah, my I know. <laughs> La-dee-da. <laughs> yeah, we've all been doing that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so you, and you've been uh, chicken herding in Puerto Rico. I've seen that on, on your Oh, Instagram. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Puerto Rico and there was a fucking chicken in the street. I just, yeah, I was chasing it and other things and... <laughs> Yeah, was this uh, was this after that uh, that big hurricane hit? Um, yes, it was after the hurricane. But th- you know, there have been many like little earthquakes and right. stuff have been going on that nobody really knows about. Um, yes, you have like buildings and houses that are like half. They have like lines running through them or are broken in half, and Damn. it's kind of crazy. yeah, it's nuts over there. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, in in. Uh... The, the Russian housewife has, has this uh, thing where if a crack appears in the house, she'll like put elastoplast or masking tape over it to, to try and stop it from getting any worse. I don't know. Do they do that in Puerto Rico as well? Yeah, I've seen uh, actually like a, a, a friend's family member kind of, I don't know if that's what you'd call It's like a, they put a pipe in the ground to the ceiling to hold it up, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like a prop. Yeah. Well, that's more practical than elastoplast. I'll give him oh, that. I got bit by a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to fuck it? Yeah, not this time, no. No. Uh, 
Um, Because they like that, don't they? Dogs actually like being Especially Puerto Rican dogs. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't bite you trying to fuck it. They'd be quite pleased. But, um... No, no, yeah, no, I just, I was trying to take a selfie with the fucking dog, like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you don't post much on Instagram, but when you do, it's usually something exciting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't like putting boring, like, you know, whatever shit, I just, something fun, you know. Yeah, but I've been following you for about two or three years, really, and uh, I think I've seen everything that's on, the only Clips of your stand-up that are on YouTube are pretty, pretty kind of uh, weird and filmed on cell phones and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, re- I really dig it, man. It's it's uh, <laughs> your kind of a raw, raw sort of you like sort of uh, big Jay Okerson type crowd work, but just a bit more stupid kind of thing. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, did you see the when I was living in a, uh, a crack house, abandoned house? It's in a lot of my video. I could send it yeah. later or something. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh. We'll, we'll put some links to Jeff's stuff in the uh, yeah in the, in the description. In the description, if if he sends it to us. <laughs> so yeah, t- today we're talking about. Um, it's coming up, by the way. Yeah, what we're, we're talking we're, about. Well, in fact, by the time this comes out, it's just been, isn't it? Right, I think it's coming out the twelfth yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something so ubiquitous of people who are above a certain age where it's just like was when the whole world kind of changed forever. And it's like, I, I know a lot of people say this, but it's like it's the Kennedy assassination that we all live through. <laughs> that's a good uh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, that's that, that makes sense. Like everybody Robert. knows what they were doing on 9-11. What were you guys doing? Well, I agree. I was uh, coming around from a sort of a, let's say, a stimulant binge, and I got I got into work late. And uh, when I got into work, everyone says, "Hey, look at this shit on the on the." Well, it was we it we were part of the dot com bubble, so we had it all on the internet. And it was like, "Fuck, look at this shit!" And I was I saw it happen while they still thought it was an accident, and then the second one hit. Yeah, I, well, I, I thought it was an accident at first, too. That's how they... Well, I was only in the seventh grade when it happened, actually. Oh. But um, uh, I remember it very well. Uh, and they told us kind of... They, the way they told us was... Because uh, we were, like, sheltered Massachusetts uh, kids. Um, they, they thought the best thing to tell us it was an accident. And then when we get home, our parents would fill us in on what really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Did they put it on your loudspeaker? Like uh, everyone to gather in the classroom? Yeah, they. I they, think they put it on TV, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Same thing with us. Uh, the thing is, I'm right here in Brooklyn, so right. we, we, there was a gas station right by the fucking our school, and it we were smelling like gas for mm-hmm. like an hour, and yeah, we yeah. couldn't get it. We thought it was a gas station, and I guess... I mean, because you got to understand where we were in Brooklyn. We were near Coney Island. So that's the other fucking side yeah. of the island. Like, that's far away. You know, for that to that smell to be that potent to yeah. come up miles away. And so, yeah, we smelled it. And then they gathered us in the classroom. And I took it as a joke. And I was screaming, like, it's a war. You know, I'm trying to be stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> World War III. Uh, you know, I remember people in, in my school kept going, dude, it's Saddam. I know it. 
yeah, I, I, I could see that. Maybe somebody said stupid shit like that. Mostly me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, crazy. Did it did, did it have much of an effect on? Because obviously, Jeff, we had you on because you're a kind of a you are a New York native, yeah. a native yeah. New Yorker, uh, as they call it in the song, and uh, your <laughs> your, um, your experience of it. Obviously, that's how the kind of moment you you knew it was happening. I think unless you actually saw it with your own two eyes. I guess that was probably pretty similar wherever you were because it was, everybody in the world had that kind of experience. Same, the same the images of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, being told about it. But you had the smell as well, Jeff, so like, I guess that made it more real. You know, the but, closer you were, I mean, the more connected you were to it. My, my brother's teach. I mean, my brother, fucking, my teacher's brother, big difference, my teacher's <laughs> brother. Yeah. One's a blood late. relative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he was actually late to uh, he worked in the fucking in the twin towers and oh. he was late to work so he was freaking out right after we saw that clip on yeah. the tv so he was calling he was running around and i kind of hated this teacher so i was hoping his brother died mm. and um you know no no i don't know if i did so well that get, that brings us on to one of the conspiracy theories about this uh, was yeah, this jeff you are jewish right like myself i am also yeah i'm a jew yeah. So yeah. you're willing to give up the secrets with me, right, to William, <laughs> <laughs> on how we pulled this thing off? Blamed <laughs> uh, <laughs> it on the Muslims. And, uh, <laughs> pretty easy. It wasn't much. So yeah, what, no. <laughs> was the was the teacher's brother one of the chosen? <laughs> Did he know no. to not come in on come in on time? Because <laughs> that's one of the things people say, isn't it? Well, the chosen ones uh, weren't allowed, and you know, we got to go out. You got, a, you yeah. got on a memo. Yeah, <laughs> you got, it was a Jewish yeah. holiday. <laughs> right on nine eleven. Yeah. Well, it became a Jewish holiday after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, shit. Um, but uh, but you know, there was that's when you really felt though, like all the fucking anti-Arab sentiment. That oh day, my god, totally. Right? You, I'm sure, like, Massachusetts, you, you felt it everywhere. Absolutely. What's, what's crazy is we have a lot of Arabs, a lot of Muslims. Coney Island Avenue, we have, that's the big um, Bangladesh, um, Pakistani right. population. That night, see, here's the thing. I'm not saying whether I support Trump or not, but Trump said that in New Jersey, there were people celebrating yep. and a lot of people try to debunk it. Not only do I believe that was true, but... Fucking, that was happening right here in Brooklyn. That night, my yeah. mom and me were watching New York One, and it's crazy because I try to look it up on New York One, YouTube, everywhere, I cannot find it. And there were crowds of Muslims in that area. We'd go buy lamb from them and shit when I was a kid. Yeah. And they were all three o'clock that day. We're, it was already nighttime by the time we were watching it, but it was showing, um, it, it happening at 3 p.m., how they were all fucking celebrating like it was yeah. a holiday. I remember the TV time. too, yeah. You, I'm sure you'd, I, I feel like you'd have to have seen it if you're watching that. They were also, and a bunch of Italians were trying to get through to fuck them up with bats, <laughs> and the cops were like, hey, hey, ma! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only New York voice I can do. Is an Italian guy saying, hey, ma! <laughs> But yeah, man, it, 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 um, 
and, 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 and right as that was happening, the fucking ashes were coming through the window. That's yeah. smell and the ashes. Look, dead bodies coming in or something. I don't know, in the building. Who knows what pieces, like, that's the thing, when you see those pieces of paper, like, uh, like who knows what that fucking paper had on it? It could have been a doodling of a dick. It could have been <laughs> a fucking. It could have yeah. been papers from the CIA because the CIA was headquartered in one of the t- t- trade center buildings. The tra- right. The uh, the Tower Seven, the one that was myst- the, the most mysterious about the collapse. By the way. Huh. Yeah, I wonder how many of the CIA top brass got killed in that. I'm sure some of them that had to take a hit for the uh, <laughs> for the team. Well, it's probably they probably just like well, we can write off some of the sort of uh, severance pay <laughs> issues here. <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, Jeff, yeah, do you I believe mean, any of those conspiracies? Are you into the into the 9/11 conspiracies at all? I used to believe that I don't know maybe Bush. I mean, I feel like it's not like a really complex conspiracy. No. I think it makes sense. Bush family is into oil um yep. good reason to go to iraq i mean i feel like it's not that hard to figure out i, I don't it, yeah well i mean it's it's basically i mean i, I it's almost incontrovertible that uh, well in their own words uh, bush's advice not that i think it makes any difference whether it was bush or whether it would have been walter mondale or whatever prick he was running against that won the election uh, it, was it would have been the same thing Al Gore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think that makes any difference. But uh, he, he, the, his advisors all uh, written a paper several years before saying that they need like a second Pearl Harbor in order to increase, in order to get the American public to approve of a massive increase in military spending and a and a big expansion of the American Empire, and that's. You know, that's just, luckily enough, it just happened to happen randomly by some guy they'd been working with for several decades beforehand. Yeah. Against the the one, Russians. My favorite thing about Osama bin Laden, this is a perfect perfect week to bring this up, is uh, that uh, the third Rocky film is dedicated to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. The third Rambo film. My bad. Oh, Rambo, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. It's just dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters fighting for freedom in Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It really is. Yeah, like they're the good guys. And then- I mean, if, if anybody in the world has ever been CIA, it's Osama, isn't it? Osama, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, wor- worth mentioning, though, uh, uh, Rambo 3, worst in the trilogy. Worst? I think it was the. I think the first one's the best one. That's not the one. Wait, the one before that is with the Vietnamese woman that yeah, died. Yeah. Fucking- he has to go back okay. to Vietnam to rescue the POWs. Right, right. That like, one's good. When- yeah, 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 and the POWs were all old. Like the Vietnam War was like yeah. thirty years over. <laughs> like, what the who cares anymore? Like, John McCain's over there with his fucking <laughs> shitty <McCain>. arms. <laughs> it, the guy looked like John McCain. Who yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Um, uh, yeah. So, so William, what, what were you? What, what were you? Do, what was your company doing when we? Well, I guess I don't want to dox you too much. So you, you were just. So you, well, we were we were Britain's first online furniture retailer. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know all kinds of different fabric colors and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys. I mean, I I remember well, Tony Blair, right? Was uh, yeah. prime minister. Uh, yes, he was. In fact. You're setting me off on an anecdote. Sorry to interrupt, Jeff, but the this was when I stopped. September the 11th was when I stopped paying any attention 
to anything any news outlet told me. Right? Or I thought so. I knew it was all bullshit, right? Oh. Because, and it wasn't, there was no conspiracy theories or anything. It was just the day before that, I can remember this better than I can remember the events themselves. The day before, I was uh, driving my van across a bridge in Leeds called Crown Point Bridge, and it's like a heavy traffic, so it's like a stop-start traffic, and I had mm -hmm. the radio on, the BBC radio, and on the news, they said, tomorrow, Tony Blair will say this, that, and the other in his speech at the Mansion House, right? Now, explain to me how that's news, what's going to happen tomorrow. That's some, Somebody's just told them that. That's reading out a press release. That's not news, right? <laughs> yeah. so, but it didn't really click at the time until... Funnily enough, that speech at the Mansion House never happened. So the, I've had the, the supposedly trustworthy news source of the BBC telling me what's going to happen tomorrow, but they fucked up, didn't they? Because it never did happen. So I'm like, well, you just you told me what this cunt was going to say tomorrow just because he sent you an email saying, tell them this, right? That's why they said that. That wasn't some investigative journalism bullshit that they'd done. Oh, yeah, it was literally was a press release, yeah. It was a press release that they read out to put it into my brain of something that's going to happen, and it didn't happen. And that was just, it was like, flip, I mean, not that I particularly paid much attention to what they said anyway, but that was just like, well, that didn't happen, did it? So I was like, well, fuck you, I'm not listening to you anymore. <laughs> so that was the end of it for me. I will say this, that there's he must have made a speech that day. Not that event, whole event was cancelled. Everything was cancelled that day. Right. Well, I mean, naturally. <laughs> I think there was, if I, now I haven't done any research on this, but just talking about it now has made me think there was some. You're jogging your noggin? Some email or some, or either some email or remark got leaked that some, some Tony Blair subordinate had commented that, oh, that was it. That so somebody in the prime minister's office had sent somebody an email saying this would be a good, that good day to sneak out some bad news about something else because no one's going. Oh no yeah, yeah right. that was a bit of that was a bit of a scandal. Mm. But this whole fucking, I mean, we we had a, a chancellor which is like the I don't know what the equivalent is there, but it's the person in charge of the money, uh, uh, chancellor Treasurer. who then became. Treasurer, yeah, 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 became who ended up becoming prime minister called Gordon Brown. He used to go around boasting about the fact that he'd abolished the boom and bust cycle with his particular style of interventionism, and then that's cute. By the yeah, so come two thousand and eight, he was prime minister, and not one single that was his trademark thing was I've abolished the cycle of boom and bust, and <laughs> that when the next bust came and he was prime minister, not one journalist said said that to him quoted that back to him and said how about that then you know and I'm like Cunt. <laughs> so not one single journalist said I, I thought you'd abolish this what's ha what's happening and like the most it's like a fucking layup isn't it it's an absolute sitting duck of a question and none of them ever asked him it and that's because if they had have asked him it they wouldn't have got another what uh oh what happened and they, they want an interview with the Prime Minister. So it's a total fuck shit show, isn't it? I lost you there for a well, second, but I got the gist of it. Yeah, we just cut off yeah. for a second. 
But yeah, you guys went to war as well, right? I mean, like, I feel Britain went to, the, you know, partook in Iraq war and shit. I would say that yeah. they kind of, we kind of babysat them and they kind of made a uh, perfunctory or performative effort that this to say, we're with you, go- we're with you, blokes. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I wouldn't even say, I would say that there's no distinction at all between the British and the yeah. Americans. Well, that is, that is a bigger, a big theme That's of our show, of our by the big, way. Yeah, that's a theme of our show is that the British Empire just became the American Empire, and it's not re- it, it never really it, it's just a rebranding exercise. It's the same sort of money interests and whatnot are, are still behind it. It's just that the it's now based in in Washington instead of London. It's mm, a good way to look at it. Yeah. I've been getting into English history lately. I, I, I like it more and more so, you know, uh, everything about English history is really cool. I mean, how this little fucking island, you know what's crazy? I noticed that all these little fucking islands have taken over the world. I mean, England is a little fucking island. It is. Japan yeah. is a little island that took over Asia. I feel like when you have a lot, when you have like Africa and all these, you know, sometimes South America, they have good soil, good land. But when you have shit, you want yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Jeff. The distance well, between you and me right now is the distance of the entire island of Great Britain. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, you, you, yeah. the thing I think what it was was uh, the so the island of Great Britain had a lot of trees on it back in the sort of uh, Tudor era, and that so in order they had to cut them down to clear it for agriculture, and then to do any kind of trade or anything, they had. You know, it's surrounded by water, so they they built boats out of it. And we got very good at building ships and very good at navigating. Invented the chronometer, which is what you would recognize as a clock today, which which enabled people to plot their exactly where they were, at least in terms of north and south. Uh, Sorry, east and west. And uh, they... So sort of almost by necessity and the fact that we had a lot of trees... Uh, it was the naval power that did it for for Britain. You know the fact that we're, we're good at making boats and we had lots of them. It's true. The mobility. Plus, uh, the mobility lends itself to conquest. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, we had like um, I don't know how they did it, but they really had a. So basically, the British Navy was. They were all, what you would call slaves. Really, it was the the seamen. So not not the officers, but all the 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 crews of these boats were all kidnapped from seaside towns. And so if you were a fisherman or whatever, uh, and a a naval ship came into town, they would just go around and round people up and say, right, you're part of the crew now, and you've Mm. got no choice in the matter. And uh, But there were so many people... Yeah, they had those rules that you could ba- that the navy could basically kidnap anybody they wanted, and everybody around the coastlines of England was good at sailing because that was the only way you could get food, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the, it it was a good navy. On and the, one the, the, hand, oh, go ahead. The real trick of it was that once they they were in this kind of slavery relationship with the navy, they were a lot better off. Their families had more money, and 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 they got food to eat every day and three hot and importantly cot. half a pint of rum per day <laughs> i was gonna say what, so like, they part all of me goes like, there's a lot of they were good crews yeah they weren't like 
they weren't like silly. They sort of they didn't want to go, but once they were on, they kind of got into the spirit of it. You know, what I mean? was gonna say part part of me says the forced servitude would make me want to blow my head off, but then I thought about it. The sea life wouldn't be so bad. I wouldn't have to. You know, yeah. see assholes. I would just be drunk all day, and I got a crust of bread, and fucking fuck whores, and yeah. you know, could be good. A lot of whores, a lot of whores. I mean, you got new whores in new towns all the time, and you could rape yeah. the village, and that's yeah. amazing. To rape the village. I mean, that was a great part of history. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It was a good. There was a time in history where it was like the rape and pillage era. It was yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in in military campaigns, it's never really gone out of fashion, has it? To be honest, it's just. Well, yeah. It's, we just nobody not, talks about it anymore. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. In school, they would say like, yeah, they would make it sound more uh, sound pretty, you know, like they would raid these towns and the way they'd make it seem. But all the shit that would go down was heavy. I mean, death. Yeah. We'll be greeted like, as liberators, dude. Right. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know that like they used to call uh, getting your dick sucked French, and that was just that came back with the GIs, because that was the you know the the French ladies, their way of not getting pregnant was to blow eat you. your jism. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, that's a good. Uh. So that was it. Was, I mean, you know, they've invented quite a few good things. Hmm. The French, huh. they they claim to have invented the car, for instance. That's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, Americans invented the car. Get it straight. Yeah, the Ford. Well, they invented mass production of cars. Well, but also the horseless carriage was, I think, first made here. I think everybody says that. The British say that. The French say that. And it turns out that so do the septics. <laughs> <laughs> the hard one to trace back. That's our cute little rhyming slang for... Americans, Jeff, we call it we call them septics because it's a septic tank. Yank. Septic tank, toilet. Yeah. Well, no, tank, tank, and yank rhyme. That's why. Yeah. Ah, tank. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what? Well, I mean, I think everybody everybody's pretty familiar with what actually happened on nine eleven. Basically, uh, or what's. The official story is that these... Uh, oh, yeah, I guess we could say the names of the people. Yeah, these radical muzzies. Oh, yeah. I, and I'll, I'll digress a little bit here. Like, I mean, you, you touched on it earlier, Jeff, but like uh, about how the... There was a... This event did stoke up a lot of anti-Muslim right, sentiment. Right, right, right. Around the world, I guess. And uh, it's taken... I mean, I've never really been outwardly anti-muslim but it's for how long is it now 18 19 years it's since? Ni uh, it's, yeah. yeah 19 years i'd say it's probably taken about 17 years for me to like Be become muslim. completely pro-muslim and prefer them to everybody else <laughs> <laughs> they have they some have a, they have some good ideas about how to treat women yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but you know what's crazy is that day um when we saw that the clip of them gathering together, most people would think they were just celebrating, but the way they kind of made it seem was as if, like, in that movie with Patrick Swayze when the fucking Russians were coming. Red it's Dawn. Like if, right, Red Dawn. It's like as though they thought the Arabs have come to liberate them 
and they were just gonna like drop guns from parachutes and like they were gonna take over. That's how they were acting. It was crazy, man. Everything changed. And listen, they, there are many uh, grocery owners here that I grew up with knowing. By the way, a lot of them. This is all another subject. I found out a lot of them are gay. They try to. Off, they have this whole gay sex ring. By the way, what? that I. Yeah, man. Across the street from my grandma's house, this guy Sammy he used to sell me beer, and I was talking to him recently about like maybe selling hash. And he's like, no problem, Brazil. We do for together. And we were going to like, I, I thought we were going to get into it. And then he, I have it all recorded. This whole gay sex operation. He gives me the whole details. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, man. There's a lot of secrets in the book. Is it a money-making uh, gay sex operation or just like a, for a hobby? For fun. <laughs> well, they <laughs> like it, of course. But yeah. who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, <Fuck>. right. <laughs> <laughs> They realized that there's money behind it. And and you'd be surprised how many of them actually are gay, but they will never use the word gay. Right. They yeah. just, one guy was like, I was talking to him, and I'm like, he's talking about me about, you know, fucking guys. And I'm like, listen, you got a, a baby carriages, you know, in his car. And he's like, Brezer, I'm not the gay. I'm a Mary. I like, I like the dick. Like, he was just saying he likes dick. If yeah. anything, but just not gay. He'll suck yeah. in front of you and be like, I do it in a non-gay way. Like, it's just not gay. That's it. You can't be gay while sucking. I heard something well, about how, like, if you, especially if you're if you're the one who's fucking man ass in their culture, uh, like, then you're just completely not gay. But if you're the one who takes it up the ass, you're a little bitch faggot. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I think they would see it that way. Yeah, that would be the way they'd see it. There's a certain logic to it. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, like, if you, I mean... I don't know if you guys would agree with me, but I think if let's say you're in a relationship or married or something and you fuck a hooah, right? That's not that's not really cheating, is it? Because it's just like you're just supporting the local economy. <laughs> it's like getting a tattoo. <laughs> it's like going yeah, but, to a farm-to-table restaurant <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> with some pigs. Like am I right? <laughs> you're not getting involved in some kind of emotional bullshit with some woman. Yeah, you just yeah. go. I see in what you're saying. It's poison, still, yeah? Yeah. it's still adultery. You fucking sodomite. <laughs> but like, it, it's you're even, going to hell. The Jesus doesn't care, William. <laughs> listen, if you're if you're watching football with your buddies and you jerk each other off while you're watching it, I mean, what, where's the harm in that? It's not. That's not gay. That's just no. Well, you're you're to... right, but it's also gay for watching soccer. <laughs> You That's know, my I said brother, for. I walked in on my brother many times. He likes to watch soccer, and he'll have a boner while he's wow. watching soccer in his underwear. Wow. And I'm like, Kev, what the fuck? And, and you know, mostly because guests are over or something. I'm like, Kev, you know, like, dude, somebody's coming by. We had a big apartment and, like, different sections, whatever. But he's not gay. It's just he was very bored, like, dazing out, and his dick got hard. But while watching soccer, every time, happened, like, four right. times I was a kid. All right. I mean, I think uh, the great Kevin Brennan has pointed out how hot Cristiano Ronaldo is, and that you know, <laughs> if you if you wouldn't fuck Ronaldo, then you are gay. <laughs> That's a good point. He's a, yeah. yeah, he's a sexy guy. He's true. a beautiful boy. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I understood my brother. I get it because there are times, like in school, when you got hard and you kind of—I don't know—you just oh, like, for sure. When you're a teenager, you got a heart. I yeah. mean, I. 
I basically had a hard on the whole time until I was about 35. I was just <laughs> talking about this last night because I saw an episode, old episode of Roseanne where um, I know this is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was on an old episode of Roseanne where uh, where the son was having trouble in school because um, because he was getting boners in class. It didn't want to get up to the board. Um, <laughs> and I was trying to explain to my wife, it's like. There were times when uh, there were times when I literally was tr- actively trying not to think of sex and I would just be hard. I have no idea yeah. why you just your hormones are just like yeah. raging. I did it. Did either of you two guys start growing tits when you were about 16? I still have them. It's because I'm a fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like getting like rock hard. Uh, sort of. Uh, oh, oh, uh, like those. those your, it, I, I know right some. I know a guy who had that. I think they're called breast knots. I had those. Ugh. It was fucking awful. It only lasted for about a year, but it was it was not a good year. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and like, it's, it, it, it's, you had to keep it an absolute secret. You couldn't let anybody know because anybody is anybody knew that immediately would give you a nipple cripple. Oh yeah. Because it was. I mean, just. If a hair glanced it, it was agony. Somebody, obviously, another guy would just grab hold of it and try and twist it all the way off. Plus, it, also, it was, you were off in uh, boarding school, so uh, you know that that I was, was not, that was the that closest was, thing they. I, I was back. In the... <laughs> well, you yeah. ruined my bid, but I was going to say you'd make oh, you closer yeah. to be a woman, so they'd fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I used to. I, I used to jerk guys off between my weird, painful nipples. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, big and guys, red, no, so they're a nice they're... target. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know. Sorry. When, when I was saying, when I was in military, I was in a military school when I was younger, and uh, the lights would be off. There were eight people in a squad, and everybody would jerk off, kind of like who can sound <laughs> the loudest, you know, while beating oh. shampoo. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was, you know, 12 year, 13 year old guys. It's, it's, yeah, I was in dormitories at that age as well. There was a whole lot of shaking going on. <laughs> yeah, no one's embarrassed. It's, I don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, <clears throat> I went to boarding school when I when I was nine. It turns out I thought it was ten, but it was nine. And uh, I was I was jerking off then. Yeah. And uh, these were the the most pleasurable jerk offs of my entire life because <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't produce any semen, but I just had I, like right, loads I remember of, that. of orgasms. Semenless yeah. uh, right. masturbation is the best. Yeah, we used to call it puppy water. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Is that because it came out with a dog started licking your balance? <laughs> Dude, I remember I I don't I didn't we didn't do much jacking off with each other, but I remember like I was in a I when I was coming of age that age uh, we only had uh, dial up internet. Um, so, the, so you, we all, to view porn, it was like a group activity because it was such like a, the bandwidth was so coveted. We'd gather together and we'd do that quick, that, lo, you know, it would load one strand, like one, like bitmap <laughs> fucking, uh, thing at a time. And, uh, and sometimes it would fucking shit the bed halfway through and you wouldn't get to see your pussy. <laughs> Dude, at, at my, at my school, right? Yeah. There, there would be. This is before the internet had been invented. At my school, that somebody would have a Jilly Cooper novel, and it'd get past uh, uh, one of the steamy car- paragraphs. Would have a, a corner of the page turner where you'd read it before you'd read it before bedtime, and then try and remember it after the lights out. That was how we jerked out. 
<laughs> you fucking youngsters with your dial-up internet. That was luxury. <laughs> luxury. At least you thought you were going to see a fanny. <laughs> True. There, there was a point where uh, I, I think there was – I didn't have internet at one point as a kid, and we used to have um, – we used to jerk off a lot of people, and I used to do it through the Village Voice. In the right. back of the Village oh, Voice. Oh, yeah. With the Boston <laughs> Phoenix, where I'm from, it's called. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I found out years later that half of them were trannies that I was beaten off to. Oh, yeah. Was, they had it different doesn't... names for them back then. Like, uh, I don't know if there were she-males, but I didn't know what a yeah. she-male was. I thought it was just a funny name. A very for, uh... feminine woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like extra womanly, doesn't it? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I didn't pay attention to that. And, uh, yeah, plus they were black and white. You know, you could say about us, but I have to jack off to what shit people were jerking off in the 20s to, you know? It was like... Yeah. Newsprint. <laughs> that shitty pointillism, like, ink job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what Jeff's talking about, isn't it? That, the, the, like that yeah. 300 dots per inch shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 80 dots per inch or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Like, spot the ball in a, a newspaper competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with bosoms <laughs> there's a guy there was a, a, a competition of um a guy who won it who could jerk off the longest and a kid from japan <laughs> he won it two days straight and oh. he had a girlfriend too and she would bring him food and water and video you know all these things while jerking off yeah but like he busted so he, he busted all in one it was all one bust or was he busting continually i think he was busting continuously okay yeah. okay Wow. How does you, dude, it hurts after a certain amount. Yeah. I don't know. Asians have those weird rice sticks. Maybe there's a different. I mean, there's less. <laughs> I mean, there's probably less fucking friction because there's less, you know, surface area. Yeah. They're kind of wormy, the dicks, I guess. <laughs> have no skin of skin. I thought that they were just pixels. They have a very high, <laughs> they have a very high pain threshold. I guess so. Well, yeah, that's true. They like pain. They were into plus, you know, being circumcised. I'm sure you are. You're a Jew. I, I don't know. What yeah, you, I am. Uh, I am, of course, as a Jew. But uh, William has an anteater because he's from a savage country. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I feel like you can jerk off more when you got the skin because it's more sensitive. I could be wrong. I hear some people debunk that. Oh, but it's uh, when you it, you did. There is definitely sensation. On the fo on the foreskin when it it enters a hole, <laughs> but not when it's like in anti like it, it you when it's ready for business your dick looks the same as a circumcised. Oh right, right, back. Yeah, uh, but you've still you've actually got that skin on your shaft, which is very sensitive, and it feels. Highbrow nice. show, by the so, way. I just forgot to mention, yeah. Jeff. But uh, I don't know if uh, you guys. I said I think I might have mentioned it on the show before, but the purpose of fucking circumcision and in non-Jews, because obviously it's a Jewish religious sacrament, but uh, for uh, Americans who aren't Jewish to start doing it, it was started by John something Post, the guy, the serial guy. Um, and, uh, his, uh, his, his, the, the reason why he did that is because he was really anti-masturbation. So he, the purpose of the, of the circumcision was to make it less pleasurable. Oh, he didn't realize that he's doing the opposite. Right? No, no. He was trying to make it. Oh, well, no, he was trying to make it. So your dick, it makes you less inclined to want to jack off. Uh, I, I see. Huh? Yeah. I don't, I don't, well, I mean, isn't that kind of. But just like 
so many people who want to cancel comedians and all that sort of shit because they don't they don't find it funny or they find it offensive, so they don't want anybody to be able to enjoy it. So if you don't like masturbation, it's easy. Just don't do it. Yeah. Well, isn't that the point of Christianity is to get as many people to be Christian as possible and to follow the same, you know, kind of thing you that you're supposed to do? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd say. I'd say not. I'd say the, the you know if, the evangelists are supposed to spread the word and give people the information, but I don't think they're supposed to kind of force it on anybody or try and I think bring in things some, to make masturbation va- worse. Varying schools of thought in American oh, theology, I'm, and yeah, I I'm think sure he that. belonged to one of those people who's like, no, everybody's gotta. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was like that back then. They were, uh, yeah, it, it would kind of be everyone. Had, yeah, it was like a. Society, I mean, kind of. I mean, it, it, I'm talking to two Jews here, but can you imagine Jesus going, "No, nobody's allowed to masturbate." Or no, Woody nobody's ag- allowed to jack off. Because <laughs> we all know think, Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> you know, I, I think he'd he'd have more likely gone. Well, you know, don't be mean to you know. I think I don't think you should jack off, but don't be mean to people who do. Hey, like, William, kind of worth thing. mentioning. Jesus Christ, circumcised. I would think that Jesus yeah. would want us to jack off and be criminals <laughs> because I was thinking if he died for our sins, that means we should respect his death and sin more. Yeah. Oh, right? That's you a good got point. It, baby. You know, I figured this out not long ago. Yeah. I really thought about it. And I was like, we should be fucked up people, man. Well, Yo, let's not the- make him go to waste, dude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like it, Jesus gave us wine so we we could drink it. True. You don't want to right. be a muzzy, do you? Well, I wouldn't mind, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Sorry. You'd no, give no, up I'm, beer, though, to be a muzzy? The, most Muslims drink. Well, you're not supposed gay sex. to. That's fine. Drinking and having gay sex in secret is more fun. <laughs> That's true. You know, I, I, it's a good selling point, I'm thinking, of being Muslim. Because, I mean, uh, for a man, I mean, if you had to, like... Well, I was thinking, if you had to sell a religion, there's one, you can't do shit on the Shabbos or, or, or Friday, Saturday night, whatever. Right. Uh, with Christianity, you got to go to church. I mean, here, you can fucking fuck women. You can have many wives, right? It's, it's all going to be yeah. on the DL. That's the only, the only, you know, thing. Yeah, but if you get caught committing adultery, the woman gets killed and the guy... Right. nothing. I mean, that's perfect, man. You can, because it's... You can do I mean, unless you're literally raping somebody, it's always their idea if it's a woman. Like, yeah. you... Because, you, you, like, I don't know, the, the kind of guys who, who talk women into fucking them, but, like, in my experience, in my days of fucking women, which are long behind me, it was always them, their idea, and they'd kind yeah. of try and manipulate you into doing it. Really? So... Yeah, that's why they need to be stoned to death if they ever are involved in adultery. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever sleep with a married man, they should be murdered. <laughs> Every time I slept, with, I slept with somebody when I was married, it was always their idea. You know, I always have related Vikings and Muslims somehow together because they kind of have a similar thing like uh with the with the raping and the and the shit like that i don't know why i always put them the invading and raping you know it's actually quite insightful because you had the vikings uh fucking over the north of europe and kind of colonizing it in in north in northwestern france and the british isles and you had canada 
Yeah, and you had the Muslims coming up and uh, totally taking over the Iberian Peninsula and a lot of the south of Europe. So, I mean, yeah, maybe not stated in the most politically correct of terms, but you've got a good point there, Jeff, that it's kind of warlike outsiders coming in on the fringes of Europe, isn't it? Yeah, I've been noticing these similarities lately, and it's just like, you know, they have a lot of similar, yeah, shit. You guys are aware of the uh, whole, like, um, Arab slave trade? It was oh, yeah, crazy. in Libya? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, throughout all of the Middle East, they've been, um, you know, and their slaves were, I mean, this existed for, like, with America, it's like four centuries in England, but with them, it was like 13 centuries of slavery, and right. they, it was way worse than any white person could do. The Arabs would take women and have them as sex slaves as well. And um, in, in Yemen and Oman, because of that um, that strait, that, you know... Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it, it wasn't just the Arabs. It was Everybody did it, but the Arabs were... The I, I mean, uh, they held on before, to it. Before, <laughs> the Bri- before the British came along, the Arabs were the best sailors, and they, were, they kind of uh, were... T- Big traders around the around what's now Indonesia, those little islands between Asia and Australia, and uh, that they, they would kidnap slaves from there. Now, in, to bring it back to American current affairs, if you look at Ilhan Omar, she looks Indonesian, but yeah. she's Somali. She looks kind of and like so, a gray alien to me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she's like she's definitely got Indonesian blood in her, like you know that that's real South Asian sort of. Well, Somalians and Ethiopians have this very kind of like her. They have this pointy nose. They, she has yeah. a kind of they're pointy gummy face. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, basically, what what I'm I'm getting at is that the Arabs, you know, the Arab slave traders brought a lot of people from the islands in the South Seas up to um, up to the east of Africa, and that's why. Those Africans in look that area different. look, a, yeah, they look different because they they mixed in with the slaves that the Arabs brought up from, uh, whatnot, you know, Indonesia or whatever they used to call it. Why do you think, uh, William? You got a friend who lives in uh, in in Portugal, like you know, there's different kinds of Portuguese, and that's 100 percent as a result of the slave trade. Like for instance, our f- friend of the show, Gabe, uh, who was a on guest on like episode two, I think. Um, yeah, three, I should actually. Um, he's from the Azores. Uh, he's not from the Azores. His family's from the Azores. And, like, they they don't look the same as mainland Portuguese. And it's all, all obviously because the Portuguese had such a prolific slave relationship. Like, in, in the Azores is right in the center of the Atlantic Ocean. It's a nice midway point between he, uh, here and uh, back in uh, Europe. Yeah, well, the, the, but the, like, so you're going to have differences in the different islands because of the stage they are in the trade winds because like the the you call it the azores on the way from west to east because that's the way the wind blows you mm-hmm. whereas uh, to go from to go from europe to america you have to go south first and you go way down the canary islands and then across the across the atlantic you don't hit any islands after right. the canaries which are off the west coast of africa and you, you go up to South America and then kind of sail up north to, mm-hmm. to follow the trade winds. Whereas the Azores are, you know, like it would be easy to get to the Azores from New England, say, if you were sailing towards right. Southampton or whatever. English Southampton, I mean. Right. So it's it, that, again, like 
so the people that were on the boats that were going to the Azores were all from America, had all been to America already right. and been mi- been mixed up there, and then so you know obviously the Portuguese were the Portuguese and they'd got there, but then they're going to get mixed up with right. various people who've arrived Slaves, on ships. Native Americans. Yeah. Traders, uh, fucking, yeah. whatever. Dutch. Shipwreck victims. Yeah. Boys. A lot of Spaniards lately, um, I noticed they have, a lot of them will be, of course, darker and have these big noses. Yeah. And uh, people think, you know, because Arabs, especially, you know, they're Semites too. It's not just yeah. us Jews. They got these That's big true. noses. It's them too. And so I think because of the Moors mixing in with the fucking Spaniards, a lot of them have these big fucking schnozzes, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah it's a Jew thing. And it's just interesting to see Portuguese as well. Well, yeah, there was a lot of um, Jews that coexist. It's interesting that we were just talking about how the Muslims conquered uh, Spain and Portugal, by the way. But. Um, a lot of a lot of Jews live peacefully with as like pretty much the only time the Jews and Arabs ever live peaceably together <laughs> was in the yeah. Iberian Peninsula. And um, interestingly, um, after that period, that was like the that was considered the Muslim or the Islam Empire. It was actually started originally by Muhammad, and it reached like I said all the way over to the Iberian Peninsula. But then after that, um, the uh, the the uh, I believe it was a Holy Roman Empire reconquered it, William. Uh, yeah, the Crusades, I guess. The Crusades, yeah. So then yeah. the Crusades happened, and then a lot of the Jews and Muslims who are just had lived their entire lives there in the in the uh, in the um, the Iberian Peninsula, they they were uh, subjected to the Spanish Inquisition, as everybody knows has heard of because of Monty Python. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of Jews and Muslims just converted to Catholicism in order to like s- to not be persecuted, and that's why a lot of people look Jewish. That's why I say the Portuguese are just Jews. <laughs> like I have a lot of like where I live in Massachusetts, we have a lot of Portuguese people live here. All of them are in behavior ex- identical to Jews. They're cheap, they're fucking shrewd, <laughs> they're fucking loud, and they got big noses. <laughs> well, my 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 friend uh, who lives in portugal uh he he looks like jesus and he hates portuguese people so i i guess that checks out <laughs> jesus was a jew yeah that would make sense but i mean jesus wouldn't like jews because they killed him true that yeah. was i guess that joke didn't land <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, always think, I think jesus i think jesus if he came back honestly i think he was still a rabbi i think he was a jew i, I just think People, I think he would still be a Jew if he came back. I'd be, I think he'd say, "Guys, I didn't want all this shit. I'm just a fuck." <laughs> hey, what's with this fuck up, dust? I'm a Jew. I'm like you. I am cheap and all these stereotypical, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this whole uh, thing was just a scheme, so I didn't have to pay for whores. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant too. I'm, I'm proof positive I'm Jewish. <laughs> Does anybody want some fish? <laughs> the wine's coming all night on me. <laughs> I won't have to pick up the tab either. <laughs> My dad's going to pay for it. <laughs> My dad's going to get it. <laughs> ah, shit. You guys got a lot of Jews over there in Massachusetts. Oh, right? yes. We're the number three location in the whole world. 
Really? Yep, wow. Israel, you New York, Massachusetts. What? Yeah. That was Miami or something. I, oh, I there's know. a lot there too, but uh, I literally live. I'm not gonna say what town, although I'm pretty sure if you looked hard enough, you figure out what town I live in. Uh, <laughs> but the town next door to me is listed as like the number seven municipality of Jews in the entire country. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! So so it's it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a big state as well. I think. I mean, near, geographically, near it's not very big, but it, there's a lot of people here, though. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you have Boston and, and other right. cities. Yeah. Doesn't is it, is it true that New York City has more Jews than any other city in the world? It I used believe to be so. Israel. Well, you know, Israel's definitely the number one location for Jews right now. Yeah, right, right. now. But it used to be that I think New York yeah. even topped Israel in Jews. I think you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, New York strong, baby. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. If they um, wanted to. Could have bombed Israel. I mean, New York, and killed all the Jews. Most of them. Yeah. Well, they didn't go to work that day. They did. On nine eleven. That's brought it back to the subject. You know? <laughs> I was gonna say. So the guy who came up with the the attack was name is Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Um, oh. Uh, and he. Uh, by the way, it's worth mentioning later that um, uh, under Operation Timber Sycamore under the Obama administration, we sent money and weapons to one Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yep, and it, he was the guy who basically was this. He started ISIS too, so he's a he's one of the greatest hitters. He's all all time. He's like fucking Barry yeah. Bonds in the fucking terrorist he's game. He's the main baseball cards if they had some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to get your Khalid so, Sheikh Mohammed rookie card. It's worth a shitload. <laughs> so Khalid Sheikh Mohammed started. Uh, he, he orchestrated the. Nine, what did he do before that? Before nine eleven? Oh, was he, he was just a uh, member of he was them. a member of Bin Laden's crew. Like so, uh, he was, he, he was fighting the so he was fight helping fight the Russians in, yes. in Afghanistan. Yes. Then he bombed the World Trade Center or flew airplanes into it, and then he started ISIS. So yep. they're all three things that he was uh, ordered to do by the CIA. <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's like you got there's this is sort of uh, mainstream narrative that oh these Arabs they keep flip flopping about who side they are. I know, I know. But uh, maybe it's not. The more you look into it, the more you think well, actually these guys are these guys are pretty consistent with what they're doing. And <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the only time they do anything bad. It's when the fucking when the spooks tell them to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, like we we've looked into a lot of things, Jeff, and, and like to. Anytime they kind of accuse somebody or catch somebody or put somebody on trial for anything big, they've almost always been set up for it. But in fact, I'd say always. Anyone that they can catch, anyone where they well, can pin it Well, except for the Ked Kaczynski, whose brother turned him in. Yeah, but I mean, that took him 20 years to find True. him, didn't it? Whereas anyone they can find out who did it reasonably quickly, it's because they arranged it in the first place, you know, the feds. Good point. Uh, I, I, one thing is, uh, we had a, a while ago uh, an unfortunate person on the show um, with Dave Temple, um, and his his thing was he used to get into arguments with me all the time, and uh, and uh, because he was a, an army vet, and uh, so he had this weird indoctrinated sense of I hate Muslims, and I get why they bred they put that into him. It's his job. It's going to be his job in the oh. army. But I, I one time I said to him, I said. So and so, um, 
you you know what country is the biggest, the most Muslim country, right? And of course, the answer is Indonesia. By the way, yeah. um, have you ever heard of Indonesian terror? Because he, he would always say shit like like Oh, we gotta we gotta go over there, Scott. We gotta go over there. Otherwise, we're gonna have another terrorist attack. It's gonna be nine eleven all over again." And I'd say to him, like, I was like, have you, has there ever been a terrorist from the biggest Muslim country in the world? No, because we're not fucking with them. The CIA is not over there fucking with them. It's the, these well, guys. Except the, there was that, uh, where was, the, they were somewhere around there where they had a secret war, didn't they, from like 1960 something to, that one that, oh God, I, my mind's blanking again now. Uh the journalist guy from Boston, Boston University professor. Who? The guy who everybody hates. Noam Chomsky. We like. Noam Chomsky, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So Noam Chomsky. So it's actually it, Harvard. Just I, but, they, but I, caught, I caught what you were trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Noam, the, at the same time the Cambodia genocide was going on, yeah, there was yeah. an American-sponsored thing going on in Indonesia or oh, East t- Timor. You mean East Timor, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is part of, that's around there, isn't it? That's part of it's in that general area yeah and like and, and that was the the united states government didn't even admit to that until 1995 so it's just like it's what you're told and what happens are, com- are two completely different things you, you, they can they can murder hundreds of thousands of people and they never feel the need to tell to mention it unless it suits their purposes. Well, that's the thing you should that I, that that even reinforces my point is they made it the media made a fucking huge deal about about the 9/11 obviously. I mean, it was a big deal. Um Yeah. Uh but the, but like even if there was an East Timor terrorist attack on Americans, like would would they have reported it because it doesn't fit with their narrative yeah. of what they want to go and do, which is at the time was Iraq. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't even remember the reason they did this East Timor thing. I think it was something to do with communism. Uh, I assume. Oh yeah, it was anti-communist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. By the way, the Asian Muslims, I feel like uh, they're not as good as being Muslim as the, the other Muslims. You know what I mean? It's I think just, they slip uh, and eat pork sometimes. Yeah, they they just I don't know. They I feel like they have too much else in their minds, and they they're good at making little things. I think and, they're Chinese first, Muzzy second. I exactly. Yeah, they're not as Muzzy as the other Muzzies. Yeah, they're like less Muzzy. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I, I think. Know, I think without I don't want to get into like uh, race science or anything like that. But if you look <laughs> at a Chinese or any kind of sort of Southeast Asian person, then they are this various physical attributes about them that whatever their religion or philosophy might be they're more of a difference right than, you know the physical shit's more of a difference i guess the racial okay, shit's more of saying. a difference than anything else <laughs> yeah, or cult- yeah. maybe it's cultural as well do you know what i mean that like yeah. they really are they're, they're almost they're not as big i, I feel like first of all the, the dicks being smaller uh the balls uh, <laughs> is smaller uh, definitely I, I, living in the middle east your dick's bigger uh yeah. uh Balls, you have more testosterone from the sun. You're you're angrier. There's sand in your mouth. Your women smell. Uh, and uh, you know, I I think I think the Asians, yeah, they don't have that. Yeah, they're, they're nice and clean. The, the, yeah. Like you say, the, the men are low T. The women have got nice hairy fannies. Yeah. But you know, 
pretty neat and tidy. It's not like a, it's not like one of those New York deli roast beef sandwiches, is it? It's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I will say, I think I have a theory on that, though. I don't think it. Ha- we'd have to get into race science. I think it has to do with their culture. I mean, as much as yeah, I love, yeah. I love getting into, I love getting into race science. But, yeah, um, so I but I think, race. I think it's that they are that the Asians are inherently more uh, matriarchal. Uh, in a right. way, and I think that that Arabs are more like patriarchal. Mm, that's a, yeah. Correct. Which goes back to Jeff's point about the Arab fellas have got big yeah. dicks. Yep, and they get the <laughs> testosterone for the sun. I caught that part. That was good. Yeah, I mean they, they do. I mean they do have big dicks. I wouldn't and know. They, they, How many have you that's seen? Why they, that's why they have to wear those. <laughs> well, you know, you got to go where the money is. <laughs> 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 I gotta go they, to Vegas, back of the Vegas <laughs> in Coney Island. That's why they wear those long robes. Because <laughs> it swings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. I think everyone has bigger dicks. I mean, it's it's a stupid stereotype, but Asians have smaller dicks, and the, the, their women's vaginas are very tight. And and have you ever you guys ever fucked the Asian? It's like they have a bicep. I have in, not. Yeah. Some, I fucked a Mongolian girl because uh, she was wow. a family. She was a uncle's, my uncle's wife's niece, so not blood. Did she go reverse cowgirl? I, yeah. Did anyone get that joke? All right, Genghis Khan? No, sorry, I'm my bad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You fucked a Mongolian chick, Jeff. This is big news. Yeah, go on. Oh, oh, no, yeah, so no, it was my uncle's wife's niece, and she, uh, it was a while back. We just met, and uh, no, we just, we fucked around. It was kind of, it's kind of hot, too, because it was like my uncle and her aunt was were in the other room while we fucked in the other room. We fucked in a forest behind a gas station in New Jersey, behind like a haunted library, I found out later. Uh, <laughs> it was it was fun. So My it was aunt, almost like you got to experience being a uh, bug chasing gay guy, but you got to be straight and fuck Asian pussy too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean that Mongolian pussy is rare. I mean New York New York, what a town. Not Did she know. get really frustrated when she saw big walls? <laughs> <laughs> Wall of China, William. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, I was like, like, because Mongolia is it, it? They ain't got any walls there, have they? It's like it's like this. Yeah, that's uh, why because they hate those, that one great one so much. They decided yeah. not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just live in tents and have horses. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard my uh, the the wife, my kind of well, my uncle's wife. She said that. If you go and marry a woman there, I can. She, she was serious. She could set me up. You you would get forty goats and uh, and nice. a yurt. Yeah. Wait. Free pussy, tight pussy, nice tight pussy, <laughs> yeah. and fucking forty goats. All the goat milk you can drink. And that, that <laughs> I presume that that bitch you marry has to do all the goat milking and all that sort of shit. Oh yeah, has to, and they die young, like at the age of like fucking fifty years old. Yeah. And, People link it primarily because they mostly eat meat. They're, uh, you know. Yeah. So it's all it's an all meat diet. Your bitch looks after the goats. You get your own year. You probably make her put it up and take it down when you want to move around. It sounds <laughs> yeah. like a fucking no brainer. Well, right. Why'd you get out there? <laughs> yeah, I think. A lot of American guys, actually from England and Russia, you know, a lot of older white guys for some reason they they get a some lot. Some reason. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They they go over there. <laughs> yeah, and they get these Asian women, and they and the women. I don't. Know, they seem. I don't know if they're happy, but whatever. They, they, it ends up all right, you know. And they uh, live with them, and 
with their goats and shit in the fucking. Yeah. Let me ask you have you ever met a woman who's happy? Mm. Who will consistently tell you that she's happy? No. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I must that, confess. So, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're looking for a relationship where you make a woman happy, good luck. Good luck, buddy. It's true. <laughs> it's, like, it's like trying to, I don't know, shove butter up a pole cat's ass with a red-hot needle in it and trying to please a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, even in old age, there's something they have to bitch about. Yeah, for sure. Fuck, fuck them. Anyway, <laughs> um, so what the what a couple of the other things uh, like that I wanted to talk about was um, so I guess all uh, a lot of these um, the bombers uh, are it's not bombers. I guess the, the terrorists, the hijackers, I should say, they were living yeah. in Patterson, New Jersey. Um, oh. A lot of them were living. Um, uh, hang on. Where else? Jersey has a big Muslim population. I just yeah, a- they kind of like that's the thing. They were they kind of plugged into what was, you know, a pretty big area. They were able to like just like send someone's cousin was able to take them in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how they operate. That's like they save money on rent and shit that way. Anyway. Another thing I know, I found out cool. about Muslims is uh, this is the Muslim episode. By the way, we're just gonna share sure. our Muslim <laughs> stories. Jerk off and Muslim episode. Yeah, every episode's jerking off, dude. <laughs> This whole thing about you know staying with extended family and that's what Muslims do. This is this comes back to I mean I'm I'm derailing it here but not derailing it. This is one of the great things about the Muslims and how they operate, regardless of the religion or whatever. They don't respect any state or any government more than they respect their own family. Right. And that's they 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 were never broken down in the 1950s into just the mum and dad nuclear family. Right. This is extended family, and that's a real source of strength. Asians kind of what, did that, kind of broke out yeah. of that too. Yeah. So you you've you've got to that you've got to respect that because that enables them to. I, I mean, also pay interest is haram. They're not allowed to. I was going to bring that up. You can, yeah, usury. This is goes yeah. completely against everything we believe in, Jeff. But um, usury is is not allowed, and and I actually learned about this. If you want, if you're Muslim and you want to take out a loan, like the, say you have a business plan, yeah. uh, you, what you do is you call your dad, and he calls his richest friend, and he calls his richest friend, and he calls his richest friend, and you present your business model to them, and they go, okay, this looks like it might be a good idea. They wire you the money. And if you don't pay it back, your entire family and all of those people are disgraced. That's the credit system. Yeah. Wow. But that's kind of, they use, rather than being a slave to the banks, they just keep fucking shit within their own community. And there's a lot to admire in that. And it it was, if the whole world had carried on like that, I mean, I'm not saying you have to cut your daughter's clits off or anything. That's got nothing to do with it. I'm talking about just people relying on their own family and their own friends rather than needing to fucking enslave themselves to these fucking institutions. It would be a much better world. You know, Hasidic Jews, I live nearby. I'm I'm kind of in a Chinese area right now. And Hasidic Jews live nearby and they do that. They keep all the money the community and it just keeps rotating plus they have no choice because you know you're not going to go outside because there are no kosher supermarkets or stores in like an italian neighborhood or chinese so it's all going to be within the same area and that's how they'll have a lot of money and people are mad it doesn't leave and shit but yeah Yeah. 
it's, it's big in that them too. Like I think it's a religion. A lot of religions are like that. But yeah, Muslims, Hasidic uh, Jews are big with that. Well, charity begins at home, doesn't it? And if you like, if there's a group. If you can be part of a group that you got loyalty to, and family is ideal for that because people are kind of predisposed to be loyal right. to the family. Genetically. It's just, or evolutionarily. Been, we in Western culture have been brainwashed into thinking we can do it on our own. All we need is these lovely, friendly banks and this lovely, friendly government who's going to give us money and all this sort of shit. Well, that's bullshit, really. You'd be better, we'd be better off relying on each other and have, having to... like. So you can't just have a blowout and... and alienate yourself from your entire family or you'll be fucked that's whereas you end up saying oh yeah fuck you mum and dad but you end up being having to suck up to the bank more than you had to suck up to your mum and dad in the first place and they give a fuck about you and the bank doesn't you know Sure. It's funny. I was I I remember uh, a, a number of years. I can't even remember how many years ago, but I was reading for the first time uh, The Fountainhead uh, by Ayn Rand and uh, I it takes place in the beginning of it during uh i think the 19 early 1920s and i knew that there was no welfare at the time um uh but i but they they described a character in the book who was um whose the husband wouldn't work he was always drunk and they were on relief and i was like what's that and then i looked and then you know the the book went on and it went on to say that uh that the mother was the mother of the family was accepting money from the church and i was like Oh yeah, I guess people did need yeah. money before there was government welfare. So yeah, somebody had to be giving it to you. Yeah, well that's that's what the churches did. It's like uh, I've said this on the show before, Jeff. But like uh, I live in England, and all our all our I had somebody here who wasn't from England. It was like, how come all the fucking schools are next door to graveyards? And it's like, well, it's because the churches built the fucking schools in the first place back in the day before the government got into it. And now, of course, they've all been taken over by the government. There was a time in history, though, right, in medieval Europe, where uh, it, it was the whole problem with, like, uh, one of the Jewish issues was, like, uh, what, because Christians weren't allowed to, the Pope disallowed people to uh, borrow money from other Christians, so they had to use the Jews, right? And then... Right. Well, no, it's, became- it was more that they weren't allowed to charge each other interest, so there was no incentive right. for them okay. to... Incentive that, yeah. for them to lend the money. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So they was kind of going for the same thing that the Muslims have got, but it, they had well, this loophole. Well, that's the whole G- of- Jesus was the one who said none of that shit. He was yeah. he kicked the money lenders out of the temple, if you recall, in one of the stories. Yes, I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was very much on on the, on on all fours with Muhammad on that point. Right. Well, I mean, the the Muslims consider Jesus and, by the way, Abraham and yeah. Moses all prophets of Muhammad. Or, yeah, oh, sorry, right. all prophets of Allah, rather. Yeah, that spoke to well, apparently Muhammad spoke to them. He got the, he got the two point version, I guess, in their minds. <laughs> yeah, the second yeah, edition. Got, <laughs> <laughs> you guys got, talk about extended families. A lot of Uzbeks um, from Uzbekistan, which are they're Muslims, yeah, have yeah. been here in big numbers and uh, in buildings. When they move in, they don't just move it; they move in their their immediate family. And then the next apartments have their fucking cousins, their cousins, right. wife's family, like everyone. They're like a new Muslim kind of native. Yeah. Well, they've been Muslim, but they're kind of making noise recently. Yeah. 
We have like almost it's bizarre. We have like next to no Muslims in Massachusetts. Honestly, I can't think I can't think of a of an area that I think of as predominantly Muslim. I can think of an area that's specifically Chinese. I can think of an area that's specifically Japanese. I can think of an area that's specifically Korean. I can think of an area that's specifically Vietnamese. I can think of an area that's specifically Indian. I can think of an area that's specifically Pakistani. No Muslims. There's a Russian. Well, pa- Pakistanis are Muslims. Uh, we got a we got a decent amount of Russians. I'm Russian Jewish, but um, oh, you speak Russian as your first. Oh language? no 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 no! I'm three generations removed, but oh, originally oh, I'm, though, I'm a first generation. My parents are from Russia, so I speak it. You know, we're like, like with the Uzbeks, we could speak to them, and it's right. weird because we're Jews and they're Muslims, and but we speak the same way. Right. It's weird because there's like this feeling of community, but yet again, it's like kind of like, hey, fuck you, you know, like. At the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little... Yeah, I'm yeah. watching you. <laughs> hey, Alfred! <laughs> hey, Abdul! <laughs> it's funny because the, the super in my building, he's this Italian guy, and he, he fucking he hates he, he hates everybody. He's like, Trump, if he don't fuck... Because the Chinese live here, and he's like, if Trump fucking... Lo-, he's screaming on the street, if Trump fucking loses... These chinks are going to take my fucking building away. <laughs> I love the ma- I can't imagine what the logic behind that is. <laughs> and the answer is usually, I'm like, well, how do you, yeah, I kind of asked him, I'm like, well, how do you figure? And he was like, because what the fuck, what do you mean? Are you a Democrat? <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's the answer. That's it. I'm supposed yeah. to be like, oh, Fucking, how did I not think of it? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I remember. It's just like a New well. York attitude, and, and it's just all attitude and no thought. And I love. I really like that. Actually, I think it's, it's cool. It's <laughs> You're supposed to figure it out based on these, you know, two words. Yeah. Well, it was funny. Like I, yeah, I remember. Um, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, somebody I know. Uh, was saying, oh, it's horrible that uh, it's horrible that we're taking our troops out of Syria. All the Kurds are gonna be killed, and I was like, I don't know. I think it might be nice so some of the American soldiers can come home. And he's like, What do you like, Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess that's how it works then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if it, yeah, if if Donald Trump said. Uh, you know, everybody should get sucked off. Uh, but, you know, we're going to send somebody around to suck everybody off for free. I'm then, not taking like, that vile, yeah, <laughs> blowjob. Yeah. Those women don't want to do it. No, it'd be it'd be by Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> winning. Charlie Sheen would go around and, and suck everybody in America off to completion. <laughs> swallow i think he'd probably do a good job yeah how, or how long do you think it take if, him to get around oh that would take a while depending on well wait let's figure though it's only the males right so suck off would be just guys so it's only about half of 400 million so 200 yeah, plus, million approximately i say we're, we're going to exclude the illegal immigrants and the homeless and the children yeah, gotta, we got to keep the, we got to yeah. have some order in this world yeah. Yeah, you've got to be at least 14 to get sucked <laughs> off by Shelly <laughs> Sheen. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally inflexible on that. If even 
if whether it's Trump or Biden proposing it, if they go under 14 years old with the Charlie Sheen stuff, I've lost my I'm vote. Yeah. <laughs> you know what everyone forgot about? I was wondering if you got the the whole Trump in the hotel getting pissed on. You guys remember that thing? What happened? To yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that turned out to be bullshit or not even if it was true. No, I think it was all bullshit because that was the that was the piece of paper that they used to justify the whole Mueller investigation. It was the Christopher Steele uh, from MI6 um, information. By the way, that goes back to our whole uh, American intelligence and English intelligence are the same animal, by the yeah. way. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 that whole PP tape thing was which, by the way, if Trump likes to get piss on, God bless the man. I don't see yeah, how that's sure. a downside at all. Hey, I think there's, there's some basketballer who's got who's uh, in trouble for enjoying being shot on as well. Which again, if you want to get shot on, get shot on. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, one of my heroes, uh, uh, John uh, McAfee, likes to get shit on. Oh, yeah. McAfee guy. Yeah. Oh, he's into everything. Yeah. yeah, we've got to get him on the show. As I well would. As I point. would kill to have him on the show. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a three-hour Rogan episode with him. Just asking him everything, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he gives you about 40 minutes and then he says, right, fuck off. I'm going to go and get I'm my gonna big I'm going to go sucks. shit on. <laughs> <laughs> I need my poopies. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Well, we, we haven't covered much of uh, 9-11, but everybody knows what happened anyway. Don't yeah, they? I know. It's just one of those things where oh. I just wanted to give a token effort to have a 9-11 yeah, well, what- episode. Well, I wanted to get uh, Jeff on and, and get a taste of New York. And I think, Jeff, you've really given us a great taste of, of New York. And I hope one day you might come back on again and, and give us some more. We could even maybe make this an annual Jeff Katzman 9-11 special. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I, we'll celebrate 9-11 each year. Oh, that's but, I, I'm down. I'm down. Over, the, over the space of 10 years, we'll probably get to the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure to 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 meet you, Jeff. After okay. all, I mean, I've been watching you from afar for a while, so uh, yeah, it's been great for me. It's been awesome, dude. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate being on this. This is fucking awesome. Have you got anything you want to plug? Uh, damn, things are fucked up right now with Corona. Honestly, yeah. like, um, yeah, no, things are kind of dead now. I might, you know, I do random shows here and there whenever yeah. someone hits me up, but no. Nah. Well. What and about your social media? Yeah, social media. Um, on um, Twitter, Jeff Katz, or oh, um, Instagram. You know, trying to put more shit out. Uh, Jeff Katzman. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Jeffrey Katzman, J E F F R U I and K A T S M A N. People don't know yeah. stuff shit nowadays, but whatever. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that, that's yeah, man. Pretty much it, man. That's yeah, that's awesome. And uh, uh, we'll we'll uh, if. If not before, we'll definitely have you back on for uh, Jeff Katzman 9-11 extravaganza yeah, next well, year. Yeah, we'll probably have to have you back on again some other time just to shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do two stuff. episodes a week, and uh, what, what I guess today was was vaguely about 9-11, but the other episode of the week, we don't just talk about whatever. So you come back, we can talk about jacking off some more. We can talk about oh, taking nice. dumps. Yeah. <laughs> the, topic I, <laughs> the topic I had was uh, was uh, I don't know Hitler, Hitler on, on drugs. Drug. We can still talk Hitler. about Hitler on drugs. I actually did some research into Hitler on drugs. Yeah, it's it's there's a great book, um, Blitz. Well, that's I, I watched a documentary based on Blitz. Really? About yeah, in preparation for this episode, yeah. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. it probably didn't be enough uh, time to uh, or. 
Well, I mean, we can keep going, but hey. I don't know it's, how uh, we might be back. Why don't we save it for? Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, let's uh, this will be a radio. This will be a radio teaser. We'll have you back in a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. This is this is fun as hell. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Jeff, thank you very much for coming on. Hang around. We're gonna. Uh, We've got to do some plugs so, real quick. So www.historyhomos.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hosthistoryhomospod, um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Scott Lizard Abrams. And uh, anything else anybody wants to say? Take the road spill. Later, homos. You talk too much, you worry me to death. You talk too much, you even worry my pet. You just talk, talk too much. You talk about people that you don't know. You talk about people wherever you go. Just